and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real life HR situations we face every day. On today's episode, I've asked Taylor Evers to join me again. Um, as you remember, Taylor did a great episode with me previously around a DE&I initiative. So she's back with us. She's an HR business partner here at Paylocity and, you know, again, super passionate about DE&I. And so I thought I'd have a conversation with you, Taylor, around Gen Z and how do we start to think about that. So thanks for jumping on with me again. Yeah. Hi, Sherry. I'm so excited to be here. What an excellent topic to talk about. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. Um, You know, it's crazy when I think about this topic. In the United States alone, there are 65 million Gen Z individuals. And by the end of 2021, 40% of the Gen Z population will make up the working and consumer population. Um, So as I think about that, What does that all mean and why should we care that Gen Z is coming in um, like a crashing wave into the workforce? Great question, Sherry. It's important to remember that every member of each generation is their own unique person, but it is helpful to understand the different generalizations of each generation. Knowing how to keep your employees engaged and happy ultimately keeps them productive and innovative. This, in turn, benefits your company as well. There's less turnover. And as a brand, you can understand how to target your market audience. I totally agree. And I think this is evidenced by all of the books and data and articles that were written about millennials. Um, You know, for years in the HR space, we've been talking about millennials and, you know, how we can best support them. And now millennials are all in management or close to being in management or running organizations. So, You know, when I think about Gen Z coming up, what are the differences we're seeing between Gen Z and millennials? So when thinking about the differences, I think it's also important to start from the beginning and looking at the upbringing of these different populations. So millennials were kind of the first generation to want to squash the idea of the American dream. And raised by baby boomers, they were positioned to have it easier than generations prior. Millennials lived through many traumatic world and financial events. And because of this, uh, millennials are typically labeled as sensitive, spoiled, lazy, what have you. Um, They tend to want their employers to adapt to them and they'll typically job hop when their role or company no longer serves them. Uh, Gen Z is a little bit different. They were raised in the recession. They've experienced some very extreme and rapid change throughout their lives. So because of this, Gen Zers do desire stability, connection. So you'll find that they'll want to be developed and grow within the company that they're in rather than searching for the next big thing. So millennials crave workplaces that are collaborative, flexible, and and Gen Z is a little bit more independent. You can kind of think of this as millennials are are the more optimistic generation and and Gen Zers tend to be a lot more realistic. I like those differences you you mentioned and and, and you already teed it up, but obviously these are generalizations. Um, Everybody's story is different. I mean, you're a millennial and I would not describe you as sensitive, spoiled, or lazy. So thank you. (laughs) I think it's important to note that, um, you know, this is all in an effort just to try to understand as we think about the future of our workforces, how can we plan ahead and make sure that um, we're looking at what Gen Z is needed. 
we're looking for what Gen Z desires to have. Um, so as you have kind of done your own research, you know, what are, let's say, the top five things Gen Z is looking for in the workplace? So when I think a little bit about the differences that millennials and Gen Z has, I think that because of their desire for stability, we're going to have to start doing some very intense career pathing, some, some finding some ways for skill development. Uh, another thing that's really important to the Gen Z population is, is genuine and authentic social responsibility. They'll want to know as a company or as a brand that you actually stand beside what you're saying and what you're putting out into the world. Transparency is also a very key. Uh, Gen Z really wants to be involved in, into the conversation and feel like they have a part and make an impact in the company. And, and when thinking about inclusion, Gen Z is not going to respond well if, if you say that your diversity or inclusion strategy is, is, not, is for profit or, or whatnot. They really want to believe that they have the ability to be their whole person and can be an individual in, in their workplace. I think transparency is a really important one to highlight because we've been talking about it so much when it comes to modern workforce. And while it's super important for Gen Z, we've seen that shift in all the generations is this need for transparency and clarity on different things like you've mentioned. You know, how do you see technology playing a role in those needs? Technology is going to have a huge role. So when thinking about different learning styles and different desires of the generations, millennials tend to really like a formal in-person training classroom setting, uh, whereas Gen Zers typically like those quick hit videos. You know, I'm going to learn something quickly. I'm going to look at a YouTube video or I'm going to maybe, you know, watch someone online explain it quickly. So when you think about this, you can do a lot more on-demand online learning using video announcements to share different updates in your company, quick hits there. I think millennial Millennials and Gen Z alike will probably appreciate that because it does play into that transparency and authenticity. Um, another thing you'll want to consider is how does real-time feedback look for your employee population? Um, utilizing things like journals and the Paylocity tool will help you provide that as a career development tool. Um, and then lastly, when you're looking at how your company shows up in digital marketing, social media, what is your company's reputation? These are things that Gen Zers are really going to look at before applying to these jobs and before thinking about a company that they want to work for or a brand they want to support, like I mentioned earlier. And a really good way you can make sure that you're inclusive for all the different populations, not just of employees, but of, of people in the world in general is, you know, looking at your job applications, looking at your software, looking at the different training you have, are these going to be accessible for every single person in the company? So as you take all those things into mind, you know, what are companies doing or what changes have they made to start to support Gen Z? So because Gen Z will look at capitalism and the landscape of employment in such a different way than generations before, you know, mentioning that prior that they really long for that transparency, innovation, and, and genuine inclusion, you'll see that that this generation will push for a change. I mean, they grew up in a world with so much change and it happens often. So, so this generation will expect the same from their employers. 
you know, you also have to notice that Gen Z is now probably the most diverse population out of all the populations we've had. So when looking at that diversity, this will be defined in a lot more different ways. So making sure you're focusing on intersectionality and making sure, like I said prior, that you're focusing on the whole person and, and bringing your best self to work. And loyalty to brands and companies, Gen Z will probably stick with a company that provides these aspects and, and meets their genuine need for social responsibility versus prior generations who I feel really align to companies and brands that match their own personal values. I think that's a really good point, especially in the climate right now that we're in with this war on talent kind of resurging again. Um, you're, you're seeing businesses really focus on how do we highlight all the stuff we're doing and in a way that's, you know, I've seen this shift. It's, it's companies I feel like shared that information before and it was, it was not transparent. It was very self-serving. It was very focused on like, look at me, look at what we're doing. And I think we're, we're seeing a shift where companies genuinely want to share what they're doing because they believe in it and they're passionate about it and they have um, some really strong convictions about it. And Gen Zers are gravitating towards companies that are more honest and transparent about it. They're gravitating to brands also that are more honest and transparent. Um, you know, knowing that a brand has really great sustainability or um, is doing, you know, carbon emission you know, payback, I'm not going to get the word right, but, you know, offsetting, you know, the carbon emissions that they're using and those kinds of things. So um, as you, as you think about now with, you know, five generations in the workforce, how do you see this influx of Gen Z kind of um, folding into that landscape and having all these generations work together? Yeah, so what an exciting time for a work population and work diversity standpoint. There's so much learning that can happen from all the generations. There's the opportunity for, you know, Gen Z and even millennials to kind of mentor upwards to teach, you know, different learning styles or different technology that you can use. And then there's also the opportunity to have other mentorships where we're teaching skills and, and professionalism and different ways to grow in your professional career. I think when you see them working together, you'll really start to see a shift from the traditional employment lifestyle. I think the, the nine to five workscape is, is definitely gone. You're going to start seeing more passion in the workplace, more people wanting to be involved in that decision, people working independently and voicing their concerns rather than kind of keeping that to themselves. You know, millennials and, and baby boomers are like, we're probably the first generation to want to be seen as an individual and want to, that to show up in the workplace. But I think Gen Z, because of how outspoken and passionate they show up with their presence, they're going to demand that. So um, making sure that your inclusion strategies and your diversity really match along with that voice and that you're constantly looking for feedback as you are adapting to these new generations, you'll really start to see a really exciting shift in, in the workplace. I'm absolutely excited about this. I think that um, there's so much that companies should be leveraging in generations with each other. You know, you talked about mentorship and um, I, I love that idea. And I think we need to expand it to think about how can Gen Z mentor older generations? You know, it doesn't have to be per se top down, right? Um, it can be very collaborative. You know, as Gen Z continues to join the workforce, we're going to see this change. We're going to lean into technology more. Um, 
But, you know, just advice for those listening, just ask a lot of questions. I mean, I think it's like anything else, especially when we think about DE&I initiatives is like, you know, don't assume that you know what your Gen Z population wants. Ask them. It's a really great uh, reason to use surveys and, um, it, it, you know, even survey your older generations and say, hey, what do you wish you knew that, you know, some of um, these younger generations are bringing into the workforce and how can we create some of that cross-collaboration in projects and learning and innovation, some of the stuff you mentioned, Taylor. So, Yeah, and to kind of expound upon the thought that you had there in your closing statement, a lot of the times things that are different from you can be scary. You hear all the time, the generation below me this or the generation above me doesn't understand. So, you know, every generation has gone through that. And I think the best way to understand what's going on is to take the person as an individual, ask the questions, because many of the times, once you start to understand those differences, you can appreciate them and, and learn from that person and begin having the understanding. So um, that plays right in line with your strategy of feedback and surveys and whatnot. Um, thanks for a great discussion around Gen Z. Um, I think it's a very important topic. And I think... You know, we're going to see an influx of, you know, articles and books and all the things just like we did for the millennia. So uh, thanks for taking some time today, Taylor. Oh, thank you for having me. It was such a great time as always. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.